welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Now, this is going to seem like not necessarily a stretch. I just want to say this out at the beginning because we're going to be talking to Cassie Jackson Jackson from Bento Engines. Now, here's the deal. What do they do? You might think, well, Matt, how is that influence and how is that marketing? And I'm going to challenge everybody to really listen to what we're going to talk about here. Because if you have unbelievable client communication, everything changes within your practice. And I think that what Cassie and their whole team has built is unbelievable. I learned about this about I don't know, gosh, uh, 18 months ago now is about a year ago now uh, at a conference. And I remember sitting, sitting down with one of the co-founders and just, he was talking to me about it. I thought to myself, this is crazy stuff. Like this is really a good idea. And Cassie, I'm just going to jump right out and ask you, why hadn't anybody thought of what you guys built? And then let's talk about what you guys have built too, please. Yes, yes. And I joined the Bento team last year. And I just I immediately saw this, this need in the industry to have these alerts and the content ready and teed up to go. And, and I'm sure people have thought of it. I'm, I'm not sure why no one jumped on the idea. But there's definitely a need out there and multiple use cases uh, for this type of system. Well, you said a word that we love here, which is content. And I really do want to focus a lot on what you have built into the engine specifically, but tell our audience what this is. Give us a little, maybe a little bit of the history and then who's using it currently. Yes, absolutely. So Bento Engine is an integrated content and technology technology solution. So it plugs right into an advisor's existing CRM. And there's no separate login, no new system to learn. It's going to live within the CRM and then look for data within client records. And that data is date of birth and state that the client lives in. And then come up with and find advice opportunities for those clients and prospects. And the main points we're looking for are those 15 regulatory birth dates that trigger distinct wealth management risks and opportunities. So there's a lot on the retirement side, things like catch-up contributions and Medicare, RMDs, these opportunities to proactively reach out to your clients before they reach those birth dates. And then there's also some related to assisting the next generation, things like driving age, age of majority, healthcare. Those are things that a lot of people need help with. We also know that a lot of children don't even consider working with their parents' financial advisor. So a great opportunity to key in to children of clients and start adding value early on. So you talked about the triggers, right? And that this lives within client CRMs. I, when I first met uh, Philip, I thought to myself, well, they, do people do this already. 
but they really don't. I mean, maybe they've got some stuff on the retirement side, but this is like this, this really birth to death system that is able to be plugged in. Um, let's talk about some of those triggers, right? And then what happens when the trigger is triggered? Is that right? Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So when these opportunities come up, they will be triggered from our system and we're going to create a task in your CRM. So it's going to pop up like any of your other tasks, asking you to check in with clients, things that you typically have there. And then ours will be labeled with several key sections. So we're going to let you know why you're getting this alert. What's the advice opportunity? Who it's going to be most helpful for? And then we're going to, going to provide you with several different key pieces of content. So you can reach out in the way that works best for clients and prospects. So is that sending a quick email? Is that calling them on the phone? We have key talking points and framing around that conversation. Is that they come into your office during a quarterly review and you pull up a PowerPoint or print off a PDF and hand them this information. We have all of those different formats. And then another key piece of the alert is an advisor FAQ. So if you haven't advised on these op advice opportunities recently or your training, you're going to have 10 to 12 pages of everything you could possibly want to know on, for example, catch-up contributions. So you'll be ready. Uh, and then the last thing we add into these alerts is some opportunities of other things that may come up during in these conversations. During these conversations, is it IRA rollovers? Is it updating a financial plan or an insurance need? Just to holistically look at that key birth date and and get your framing where it needs to be before you reach out to the client. Well, there's, we're going to dive deeper and deeper. I just want to take a high level and take a step back for our audience. So, so one of the things that we hear from advisors all the time who are trying to create content to accelerate their influences, Matt, I don't know what to talk about. Oh my God, we've got it right here. Because here's the thing, uh, what a lot of you do, and this is one of the reasons why I'm so excited to have Cassie on, because I believe you're doing your clients a massive disservice, right? What you're doing is you're emailing your entire database something about RMDs and your clients are like, I don't even, I don't qualify for this. Why is Jane sending me an email that specifically says something about RMDs? The great thing about this is not only is it going to give you great content ideas, but it's going to allow you to, to show, hopefully, if you use this correctly, that you understand the life cycle of a client and what is applicable to them. Talk a little bit more about that, Cassie. Yes, 100%. Just finding the timing of when you reach out to clients is so important. And I remember feeling this so much when I was an advisor meeting with clients of a lot of times it was checking in nudges it's almost like advisors are an accountability partner i know i've been guilty of that as a client working with my advisor checking in and and trying to get me to take action on certain parts of the financial plan but these alerts are really triggered to when these events will be most relevant in your clients lives so they're top of mind they know they're upcoming when they're related to a birth date, there's a due date. Your birthday's upcoming. It's a date you're not going to forget. <laughs> so it's that relevant, timely advice that's really impactful and will really help your client see the opportunity to act on, on what you're reaching out about. Now, I'm totally going to play devil's advocate here on two major points. 
and I, I know you can handle this because we already had a pre-call and I asked you some of these, but uh, the, the first question that I have is compliance. So, so you're plugging into an, your system is plugging into an existing CRM, right? Are there any sort of compliance issues that people have brought up to you? Are there places they can't be? Help us with that, please. Yeah, a few different things come to mind when you say compliance. And one is around the content. The great thing is you can approve all of it up front, make sure it's compliance pre-approved before it's being pushed into the CRM. So it's that approve once, use many times. And then the second piece is just around when something's plugging into your system, you have a lot of client data in there you want to protect, sometimes social security numbers, all of that PII information. We're only looking for birth date and state of residence. We don't even pull name. Uh, any other information, any other fields, we use unique IDs to bring that information back and forth between the systems. So yes, we will not have access to any of that confidential information about clients. Pre-approve, use multiple times. You know what? And I want to make sure that my team hears that I want that in everything. And we actually have to talk about that more as a content creation company, because you're absolutely right. Why are we having to create all of this new stuff when there's so much stuff that is already approved and already used? Now, what we highly recommend is, is so, so Bento signals something, you get a task in your CRM that let's say, um, you know, 26, let's just use 26, because that's when you generally, your kids have to be off your parents' healthcare, right? So you have all of this, this content. Now you can just use what Bento has created, but what we recommend that you do is you add a little bit of your own sprinkle seasoning on there, it's especially because you can personalize and tailor this and say, hey, Cassie, I know that your daughter is about to turn 26 in about six months. Did you know that there are some healthcare decisions? I have attached this amazing article. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, gosh, everybody think about how wonderful that kind of communication and how impactful that communication can be to your clients. What do you think? Yes. Yes. And that's that email template is there's, we add some areas in red where we know you want to customize name, for example, a very clear one out of the gate that you're going to want to customize and, and you're in control of that. And I think that's important of when you're reaching out, it's not the emails and content aren't pushed out by the system. This is in your control, just bringing it to you so you can customize. And then again, reach out in the format that works best for that client. Do they like a phone call? Do they prefer an email? Are they going to come into your office? You can take their lead there and, and bring it to them in the way that works best. One of the most important ways for you to influence your ideal client is to understand the means in which they want to be communicated with and to. Some people, it's video. Some people, it's audio. Some people, it's a phone call. Some people, it's text. Some people, it's an in-person meeting. Some people, it's a virtual meeting. And for some people, it's, you know, whatever, right? I mean, there's, there's all sorts of things. And you have to know that. And hopefully, you've documented that in your CRM. Now, I don't know if I asked you this before, and I hope this isn't like a totally loaded question, but there are CRMs that this just flat out doesn't work with. So we have a list that are we're plugged into right now, ready to go. Um, the main CRMs, Wealthbox, Redtail, Salesforce, several of the Salesforce overlays, Dynamics. Uh, but really the engine and the way it's built can plug in 
it's just finding enough people that want to use these alerts and see these opportunities and we're adding more all of the time. And when you look at something like any of those ones that you named, they have all of these other systems in place too. And so it's fascinating. You have the unique ID instead of the client's name. No PPI information is being shared. It's just the birth date, you know, and the state. Why the state? I don't actually know if I understand that. Yes, the big one is on the example you brought up, age 26 insurance. It's different by state by state. So we have to look into that. We have subject matter experts behind the scenes and we're keeping these materials current as laws and regulations change. And that might be at the state level. That might be something like we saw at the end of the the year with the SECURE Act. We had to update some of our content and get that ready for our users. So we're looking at all those different aspects. Gotcha. You know, I have uh, said some rather... um sensational remarks around the word fiduciary uh, in the 400 plus episodes that we've done for the show. But how applicable is the word fiduciary truly knowing your clients? That's got to be a foundational tenet of like the mission of your company. Yes, absolutely. And and just doing, I think we really make the the world a better place, leading with advice and getting this information to our clients and into more families. We know there's a huge advice gap in the U.S. You've heard some of the statistics that 68% of Americans pass without a will. 64% do not know what a 529 plan is. So it's a huge opportunity. And those statistics I just listed, that's the general population. Bento partnered with Dr. Meg Lertz and Dr. Mike Kothakota on some additional research of clients who are seeing an advisor to see if they're getting advised on these different opportunities. And 40% of advised clients said they didn't get advice on social security benefits when they turned 62. 63% said they didn't get advice on utilizing QCDs when they turned 70 and a half. So we know there's a huge opportunity to get more advice out there. And this feels like negative news, but it's really a great opportunity for those listening to engage with their clients and not only their clients, but what a great prospecting opportunity. You know, people aren't hearing these things. So how awesome if you could provide that. And you providing it is the key to all of this. You know, one of the funniest things when I was a coach and a consultant here Uh, I always used to ask people to run all of these different reports within their CRMs. And and one of the things that just made me giggle is so many advisors are constantly looking for net new assets, new business coming in, not from existing clients. They're missing if those in those statistics are accurate. um, I'm not challenging your statistics. (laughs) I'm just, if those statistics are accurate, oh my God, there is so much new business that can be generated from their existing client base. Um, Do you have any stories about that that you might be able to share? Yes, we hear these type of stories all the time of, I reached out to my client because of the Bento alert. And it turns out they just received a windfall, $2 million in AUM or it's, it's very common that this is happening throughout our user base. And it's so awesome to hear just the holistic benefit of leading with advice. And it, it feels good as the advisor, right? Reaching out to your client with, with this information and knowing that you're helping them. And sometimes there happens to be additional areas that they need help in. 
so much easier to refer. So you send something out to one of your clients, kids about turning 26, depending on the state, that kid says, oh my God, I didn't know I needed to do this. Or the mom and dad say, I didn't need know we needed to do this. And they're sitting at dinner and they say, hey, what's going on? You know, they're sitting with their friends, uh, having a glass of wine. And, and Julie says, did you guys know this? I just learned this. Where did you learn that? My advisor told me this. That is talk about real influence, Cassie. That's when advisors are truly becoming influential to their clients. Yes, I was hosting a webinar this morning and and a, one of our users joined that webinar as well. And he shared a story about when he's met with clients already on these different topics, they've talked about it. He still sends it out and says, hey, Somebody you know might need this. And it's been great for prospecting because they do share it with people in their age group. Why wouldn't they? It's it's helpful, great information. Over 50% of people aren't getting that content and they're not getting that advice. It I believe it is their responsibility, the advisor's responsibility to fill that gap. Now, I saved this question for, for later because I wanted everybody to fall in love with everything that's going on because I think Bento is amazing. You know, we actually don't have a lot of tech on this podcast because there are other podcasts that really cover this. But because it's all about influence, it's all about great content, creating new content and communicating amazing with your clients, which is a huge foundation of what we believe advisors should be doing at Proudmouth. My difficult question for you is how... Do you stop an advisor from getting overwhelmed with the number of tasks? Yes. And and we've seen unique ways and different approaches to this. And this, again, comes up to the, the webinar we were on this morning. Advisors were sharing that they segment their lists by different types of alerts and tasks. And we also allow them to be in control if they want to dismiss or change that date to move it out further. Right now is a time for advisors, tax season, they may need to wait a month or two until they act on these alerts. So they're totally in control of saying, you know, this is important. And we also give them a lead time of, they can choose when they're configuring the system. Do I want a short lead time or a long lead time? And if they think there's a chance, I'm going to get overwhelmed with all of these tasks, we can do a longer lead time. So they have more time to reach out. They can move the dates around if they need to, but very flexible and plugging them in when it makes sense for, for you and your clients. Can you segment this as per normal client segmentation, A plus A, B? I mean, what sort of flexibility do you have on the bento side so that you're really maybe bringing this to your best of the best at the beginning and then can start after you get that kind of under control to the rest of your book of business? Yes, we can definitely do configurations as you're getting set up to make sure it makes sense for your user base and who you want to be serving. Or again, if you think I cannot handle all of these alerts right now, you can just check them off and say, okay, maybe next year or maybe later on and just adjust those as needed. Now let's talk about setup. Uh, I've never asked this question of any tech firm that's ever come on the show because mostly because <laughs> I don't know how to even ask that question, but I think you've led us very nicely into that, right? So somebody decides to use your, your Bento, right? How long does it take to get set up? Is it really, really cumbersome? How hard is it to check those boxes? Like if somebody said yes to you today, 
Is it a three month time? I mean, can you give us some expectations on that, please? Yeah, absolutely. They would reach out to us. We do have con some configuration options, or you can just go with our default options. So things like, do you want this for clients and prospects? And then we know advisors have their groups of contacts and their CRM configured differently. Do they have leads, prospects, clients? They can choose who do they want these alerts for. They can choose that lead time. We have a default short and long, but it can be customized again to, to meet needs. So a couple quick questions, you get that information to us. And if it's one of the CRMs we already have set up, it can be within days, you're plugged in, we're gonna do a smoke test, make sure alerts are coming through, all looks good, and you're ready to go. We do have, so we have our age-based alerts. We also have life events where you can self-tag clients, things like buying a home or buying a business. We joke that this is AI as an in advisor intelligence because these are not automatically triggered. These are things you're hearing from about your clients as you have conversations with them, or maybe you know they have an event coming up in their life, one of these key events, having a child, but you can tag your clients with those and receive that information. So we'll add those tags within, within your CRM and then you can manually tag clients for life events as well. What I think would be really valuable to the audience is if you wouldn't mind to just take maybe two or three minutes, and if it's longer, just go, sister, is I want to talk about, I want you to give more examples of the life events, and I want you to give more examples of those 15 triggering dates. So I'm just going to let you go. You just go, you you do this for a living, so I trust you. You can just go. Yes, yes. So we'll start with the the triggers, those automatic triggers, we call them the, you know, they're the 15 age milestones that really matter in your clients lives. So again, on the, we have more so on the retirement related side, starting at age 50 with catch up contributions. And then we have things like early withdrawals for HSA catch up contributions, several different points for social security, for widows for the earlier withdrawals for later, just to make sure you're reaching out to your client at the time that works for them. We have QCDs, RMDs, uh, retirement withdrawal. Those are some of the main age points that we know are linked to those birth dates within your CRM. And then when it comes to assisting the next generation, we have birth, of course. So we'll give those to the parent, uh, obviously, to, to review when they have a new child. And then working age at age 14, some states require working papers. And again, that one can vary by state as well. In, in Montana, we don't need things like that. So um, other states, that's more relevant. Driving age also varies by state, age of majority. And then the age 26 healthcare are those 15 regulatory birth dates that trigger those events. And then I won't list all of the life events. We have a lot of them, but they're those key typical life events you see with your clients. So having children, savings and investing for your kids, building a credit score, off to college, buying a business, buying a home, long-term care, death of a loved one, just these things that are ready to go. If these things come up in your clients' lives, you can immediately support them. And I always think of these we know advisors have so much value to offer on these different topics. A lot of them started their own business when they became a financial advisor, started their RAA. It's really automating everything that's in your mind. So when these things happen, a client calls you today and says, I want to buy a business. You say, great, 
you have everything ready. Come in this afternoon. We can review some of the things you should be considering looking at. Let's talk about that just so you're you're ready right away for these key events that are happening. I like that you said, if these things happen. And in the life events, yeah, there's probably more if than yes. But the other side of it, those things happen is if we live that long, they're wildly applicable to, to do this. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of a, a local advisor who actually has a large book of business and he's actually launching a subscription model. And one of the things in subscription models that seem to be going over very, very well with the people who buy a subscription is this sort of education. Have you seen subscription model advisors really gravitating towards bento engines? We have, yes, we have a lot of those smaller solo advisor firms that are high touch with their clients, but sometimes it's just them in their office or maybe them and an assistant. And it's hugely valuable because they want to offer a high touch service, a ton of value, a ton of advice to their client base, but creating materials for all of these events takes time. So it's helping them have everything ready to go. They definitely want to advise on these different topics. And so it's a great way to streamline that. What's next for you guys? What do you guys see on the horizon? Yes. So we did, we rolled out another program recently that I'm very passionate about that I haven't mentioned, which is our children and wealth program. So this is centered around financial literacy. So children ages four to 18, every two years, we're going to deliver these alerts with the content on their birthdays and so I did the I have a four-year-old I did the age four activity with my daughter and it was you know a song and and getting her money into a piggy bank because she likes to keep it in her backpack with sticks and rocks her quarters so showing her that money is something valuable maybe you shouldn't keep it with your sticks and rocks put it in a piggy bank visualize how you're saving up your money, fun activities like that. As, as kids get older, they're around driving and some of those bigger responsibilities as they approach 18. Um, but that was our most recent launch that's that we're really excited about. And clients have just been so responsive because that's not many advisors are doing that. And it's just huge value. And I know as a parent, and I know I can speak for other parents when I say this, we're always worried, are we doing enough? Are we setting our kids up for success? So this financial literacy piece is huge. So that's what we just released. And then coming up on the roadmap, we're shifting into a web widget that advisors can put on their website. And it's just going to ask for date of birth. That's all, all we're going to capture, date of birth. People coming to your website can put that in. And then we're going to show them the different age points that I talked about or around life events. If they're close to where they may be buying a home, we're going to display some of those on your website so they can say, yes, I want more information about this thing, which will prompt them to reach out to the advisor. So trying to find ways again, to, to be proactive with advice and get this information out to prospects and clients. As we wrap this up, Cassie, one of my favorite things when I was a consultant was an advisor had created a financial literacy coloring book for, for kids roughly. I think he did, it was like three to six. Right. And, and all of the people at the conference were like, Oh, that's such a dumb idea. That's, you know, you spent so much money on this and that advisor rolled it out and it changed his whole practice. That little show of attention, focus, and love 
grandparents were sending it to their grandkids. And, and then the kids were like, what mom and dad, where'd you get that? Oh my God, this is fantastic. I didn't even know the questions to ask or how to begin these conversations. It's all about great content, great communication and having it be tailored. Listen, the shotgun approach doesn't work anymore. Everybody. One of the things I say on this show a lot is it's not the 1900s anymore. You have to stop marketing like you did back then. Things have fundamentally changed. If you're not providing this content that Cassie and Bento Engines are talking about today, somebody else is. It's that simple. And so you're either going to compete in the expertise economy or you're going to get left behind. Cassie, if there's uh, what, what's the best way for people to find out more about engaging with your guys' services. Yeah, so visit us in our website at bentoengine.com. Have the information, all these programs I mentioned and plenty of opportunities to reach out and get in touch if you have questions. We will make sure that we have those links in the show notes. Now, my, my favorite question uh, that I asked during the show is, what should I have asked you that I didn't? I think just just going back to the importance of, of standing out as an advisor and and keeping your outreach custom. I remember during 2020, working with my advisor, seeing things come through that were so valuable about student loans and what was going on through 2020 and COVID. And I had paid off my student loans recently and I, oh, well, I'm interested in finance. I'm going to read these things and they're huge value and things he spent a ton of time on, but just finding that customized outreach and approach to connect with your clients they will always remember that. And then adding in when you're thinking of their children and their family, it's so huge and so memorable for a client to have that experience with their advisor. So many advisors want to truly be the family's advisor. I don't think you can successfully do that unless you have a tool like what Bento Engines has to offer. So Cassie, it was an honor and a pleasure. Thank you very much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. If you want to know how you can create your own content after you have purchased Bento, join our Pod Rocket Academy for free. We'll give you the opportunity to figure out how to find your niche, how to communicate as effectively as you can with clients, and really how to uncover a lot more opportunities within your existing book of business by creating great, engaging, and influential content. So for Cassie and everybody at Bento Engines and all of us here at Proudmouth, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.